When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And oh my gosh, you can't believe how excited I am to talk to my guest today because we're going to be talking about working from home tips And more importantly, how important it is to slack off. I love this. This is going to be so much fun. So please join me in welcoming Michael Arnold to our program today. Welcome, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm good, Deb. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. So Michael Arnold has been a work-from-home entrepreneur from over 15 years talk about experience, and worked with major corporations such as Cox Automotive, Verizon Superpages, and major commercial finance companies. His journey wasn't a smooth sailing one since he is also human, like all of us, and he made many mistakes along the way. But he lived to share some wisdom from his own experience to help people on their work-from-home journey and create their own successful actions. He is the author of Slacking Off, a successful way to work from home. So again, Mike, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Deb. It's a pleasure to be here. I love it. Well, I always like to hear a little bit more about how people got to where they are today. So give us a little bit of a story about, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the the story of your journey to how you you got to where you are right now. Uh, gladly, gladly. Uh, well, much like everybody who begins their careers, they, they start testing different things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. I started in a office, you know, much like many people. As a matter of fact, I actually started in a construction industry and realized that all those people who I were looking at as, as the, the end of their careers were getting mm-hmm. injured. And then I ended up in an office. Ah. <laughs> um, and, uh, while well, we love working with our hands, right? We don't want to get injured. So right. I, started looking at, at, you know, office jobs, just like many people and, and worked in a facility where I went to a, a job and held a schedule mm-hmm. and um, shortly realized that that was not going to be the way I'd spend time with my family. Ended up working or looking for something that I could do that, that would give me the ability to work from home. And mm-hmm. uh, ironically stumbled into the commercial finance industry huh. where um, I wasn't working from home at all and it wasn't an option. Um, I learned that industry in about a year and became the uh, head of that company mm-hmm. in commercial finance and created my own company uh, ah. as a result. Mm-hmm. 
and therefore created my own work from home uh, mm-hmm. job, if you will. Uh, did everything that you could do wrong, uh, overworking myself, mm-hmm. not spending time with the family that I had ever so wanted to spend time with, mm-hmm. um, and then slacking off in a, in a way that obviously wasn't helpful, but almost, you know, when you push yourself every day to work 15 right. hours a day or something, and then all of a sudden you're taking slacking off time at inappropriate times. Mm-hmm. Um and really struggled uh, to maintain both things. And, and then at the end, both suffered, actually, mm-hmm. as a result. Um, then, because I had achieved so much uh, business-wise as an entrepreneur, was invited to join companies like Verizon, where they were mm-hmm. seeking out the best of the mm-hmm, best mm-hmm. To, to do new things, um, to transition businesses actually out of Yellow Pages into the digital world. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were kind of carnivorous and, and uh you know, eating their own, their mm-hmm. own, uh, uh, accounts. So, uh, throughout that, I learned that a couple things, their perception and reality for people that work from home is very different for both the people doing mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and the people seeing those people, mm-hmm. you know, my wife at the time would see me working from home and say, you don't really look like you're working. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but I'd be working. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'd see her and I'd say, you just don't understand, you know, what, what I'm going through right now or, or what's happening, especially I was in a, in a career at that time with Verizon where I would go visit uh, clients mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole rules of Verizon, I loved it. There was one of my, my bosses, his name was Raji. He was like the, a very tall Indian man that just mm-hmm. had a voice that carried. Mm-hmm. And he was very motivating. And he, he was of a philosophy that you get uh, your job done as mm-hmm. soon as you can. And the rest mm-hmm. of the, the time through the month, you get to do what you want. Oh. And, and he really didn't um, preach the corporate go and, and work as hard as you mm-hmm. can. He preached that if you get your goal accomplished, mm-hmm. then you can slack off. Mm-hmm. He didn't really know at the time, but this was something that I, I obviously um, utilized and actually was able to, to apply successfully mm-hmm. in the book here um, the way I did it. And so what I found was I was able to hit my goal the first day of the month. Ah. That was what I was what in salespeople's mm-hmm. uh, pipelines, I was sandbagging. Right. <laughs> so I, I would set up my month and my next month and my next month and my mm-hmm. next month in one month mm-hmm. um, because I realized that I could. Mm-hmm. Most people are trying to catch up, you know, catch their tail, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. So anyway, long story short, I, I transitioned out of that job into a social media strategy job. And then I, I went into, um, you know, more internet based stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then ended up at Cox enterprises where it was a very similar role, but, um, really just was more consulting, you know, helping individuals at their location, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of funny when earlier before this, we were talking about people's and their beginnings and Mm -hmm. things like that. You know, as a young kid, um, I was I was somebody who I used to go spend my summers in St. George, Utah, mm-hmm. and my grandmother worked in the college. And so ah. she'd take me with mm-hmm. her to the college and I'd walk around and I'd visit people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you I even, were that meter greeter from a, a young age. Yeah, I, I think I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. I, I believe, at the time. And, and um, I, I found myself up at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking with the air cat traffic controllers and speaking with professors and speaking with going to doctor's office and mm-hmm. restaurants and you just name it. And I was just, I was a visitor, you know, mm-hmm. I'd visit people mm-hmm. and they would always tell me all their problems. 
And, um, and so anyway, long story short, that's helped me actually in my, in my career as being right. a consultant. Mm -hmm. And so long story short at Cox Enterprises, that's where it really was put to the test mm -hmm. um, because there was an element of, you know, your hours are from this to this. However, mm -hmm. there was also an element of you need to manage your business. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'd say that, that I've never seen more people employed by a company that also works from home. And they actually did the closest thing to work-life balance training and right. things like that. But it was really, I was one of those people where I hated this calendar. Mm -hmm. I hated Outlook. I, I never, ever mm -hmm. wanted to put anything on the calendar. And mm -hmm. the calendar was the enemy. Uh-huh. You know, it was the biggest enemy. Writing something mm -hmm. down and you being able to predict what I'm doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was like so uh, I was just so apprehensive to it. Mm -hmm. It was so not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um and so it took me a while, but but long story short, um there were challenges at certain points in my career there which enabled me to have to do things. Right. To manage my day because mm -hmm. I was then late, the quota wasn't being met, mm -hmm. the customer wasn't succeeding, mm -hmm. something wasn't working, et cetera, et cetera. And so what I then did was obviously create systems out of necessity mm -hmm. that I didn't actually write down or pay attention to, but then would find myself at the latter parts of my career where I was very, very successful mm -hmm. in a place where I was working a couple hours a day and doing more than most people doing 10 right. hour a day, mm -hmm. right? And, and so I wrote this book as a result of my successful actions and decided to share with people what mm -hmm. I did and, and then try to carry them into a graduation of it. Mm -hmm. You know, rather than you looking at this book and saying, you know, slacking off, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna follow it to the T. It's like, mm -hmm. you just do it once through and then right. you create your own version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's really what, that's the whole idea. What I, what I found is if you don't confront your time, you waste it. Mm -hmm. If you don't confront your money, you waste it. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't confront your house, you waste it. You know, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. all very similar in a lot of ways. Um, and so that's really the goal. It, it's just, it, it's just to learn from my successes mm -hmm. and, and my fa failures, but still, you know, everybody needs to fail a little bit on their own. Right. Sometimes, I, we right? learn from failures, right? That's, that's right. Yeah. You know, and I've, I, I've, shared before we started, I beat you. I've been working home for 20 years. Um, yeah. and, and, but, it, and it's interesting whether you're an employee working from home or mm. you're someone like me and has, you know, have their own business. The problems are the same. Um, really know, it's are. managing your time. It's managing other people's expectations, all of those various things. Um, you know, and, and it was, it was fun reading your book because I recognize myself in a lot of that. And, and first of all, I recognize that, yeah, I do a crappy job still after 20 years about, you know, doing some of these things because I'm like squirrel, um, you know, and, <laughs> and, but, you know, there are so many things that when you work from home, it's, it's just, it's, it's very different. And, you know, it's, it's so important. I think that we're talking about this now, even though we're two years into the pandemic and so many people are still working from home. I think they're still struggling. You know, we're trying to figure this out. You know, and, and I think the you know managing other people's expectations for me was was one of the hardest things because people, if they were clients, they assumed I was available 24-7, seven days a week. And you know, I, I got over that hump by telling them, okay, here are my hours, you know, whatever they were. And 
it's great if you need something evenings, weekends, holidays. However, it will cost you double. They all got over that we need you right away. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so then I knew, okay, if somebody contacts me on, say, a Sunday evening, uh-oh, I need to pay attention to it. Um, right. you know, and, and so I did that. But I also had to manage other people's expectations of me. Well, you're home. You can do such and such. Um, you know, my friends, well, what do you mean you can't go out to lunch and to a movie? You know, and, and that led to bad slacking off time, right? Yeah. So it was, you know, getting that whole mindset of I am working, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, I think was it was one of the hardest things, both for myself, because I'll be honest, slacking off really was just like, it's it's easy to get distracted to think, oh, you know, I'm going to go do a load of laundry. Oh, look, the kitchen needs clean. Ah, let's go take a walk. Oh, the dog's barking. So and easy. Four hours later, you're going, oh, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a huge. That's exactly what happens, isn't it? Well, isn't and, it? you know, what I liked about your book was one of the things you talked about, and, and you know, you mentioned this was the calendar. You know, and now I keep a fairly good calendar, but I need to predominantly because of this podcast, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, my uh, producer has access to it. She schedules the the interviews. So she has to know what I've got going on in my day. And so I keep my schedule pretty good. But in your book, you talk about how you first. Okay, let's let's take a step back. Let's start with slacking off. Since mm. since we're saying that that is important, because yeah. then that works into everything else. So what the heck is slacking off and why is it important? Well, slacking off is the reason you actually do what you do. Mm-hmm. It's the reason you wake up every day. Mm-hmm. It's the reason you go to work. Right. It's the reason that you exist, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in, your, in the beingness of a worker or whatever it is you do to make money, mm-hmm. slacking off is actually the ultimate uh, motivation. It's your goals. Mm -hmm. Now, how you slack off determines, uh, you know, what you do throughout your day, I think, and how productive you are. Mm -hmm. See, some people slack off by using an alternative method to get relief, right? Mm -hmm. Some people do it in a negative or positive way, but ultimately slacking off is doing what you want when you want to do it. That's what it really is. Spending time with your kids, going to the movie, playing on Facebook, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. And and quite honestly, uh, I've found that depending on the person depends on when that slacking off time is appropriate. So for me to tell anybody that their slacking off time should be at six in the morning mm-hmm. is inappropriate, right? It I'm should be sleep then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I also am asleep then. <laughs> so so it's it's really just uh, if I were to give another another really good driving point to slacking off time, it's really me saying, hey, I don't believe that that working is is something you should do without but it's not something that that you have to do without doing for yourself mm-hmm. it has to be hey spend time for yourself at least mm-hmm. make time for yourself truly mm-hmm. but do it in a way that serves you mm-hmm. because that's you know time is yours it's mm-hmm. not anybody else's and you need to choose it properly mm-hmm. and that's and listen I, I work seven days a week, mm-hmm. right? I literally work seven days right. a week. I mm-hmm. study also seven days a week. I also spend time slacking off seven mm-hmm. days a week, mm-hmm. right? And I still look throughout my day and I still say I can do better, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes people ask me, even people I know that are high producers, they'll ask me, they're like, seven days a week? Mm-hmm. They say it. It's always 
in a question when somebody right. says to me, uh-huh. they always How say, do you do that? seven uh-huh. days a week? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not even doing, I'm barely at 50% right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, I, that's a, a longer way of saying mm-hmm. slacking off time is really your time. It's the mm-hmm. time and the reason that you do what you do mm-hmm. and your goals should surround slacking off time. And it's mm-hmm. me attempting to help people reorient back to the origin of why they do what they do. Right. You know, and in your book, you talk about one of the first things is you need to figure out what that slacking off is. You know, is it spending time with your kids? Is it, you know, taking, you know, two hours to to prepare and, and enjoy dinner? You know, whatever it is, you need to figure all those things out. That's right. That's right. It's, it's very, uh, appropriate. After you've been thrown into an environment where you are required to do something new and or the same thing in a new way mm-hmm. with new surroundings, mm-hmm. uh, space where you are mm-hmm. does affect your mental ability, mm-hmm. no matter how you put it. You know, why is it that when we're at home, we want to be outside? Right. Although when we were outside, we didn't care. Mm-hmm. Well, because it matters, mm-hmm. you know, and so. It's really important to understand, again, it just, it just to kind of reiterate the same point I made a little bit earlier with more emphasis, truly, I'm trying to help you understand what slacking off means to you so that you can reorient back to that. And as we evolve and change as being, mm-hmm. that changes. Right. And it's important that, at least for me in my own life, it's important that I look, I, I take an, an exterior view of my life every now and again, mm-hmm. and look at where I've been, what I'm doing and where I'm going so that I can direct the path, mm-hmm. you know, in a much deeper perspective than just slacking off, but, but that's it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just finding out what me, what it means to you. Mm-hmm. It may, may mean something different to you today than it does in a year. Right. Right. You know, and, and I think one of the things that, you know, probably the, the biggest thing is people need to get over the fact that they think slacking off is a negative, oh, um, yeah. you know, and, and I mean, that's, that's the whole thing is we're always told you need to work, you need to work, you need to work. And, you know, that's, you know, you're a kindergartner and, you know, and, and aside from your nap time, I don't even know if they do those anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, when you, and then you get up and you get your milk and your graham crackers uh, and how I did, and that, but that was a really long time ago. Um, and, but, but it's not a negative. I mean, we need, those mental and physical health breaks in order to be mentally and physically healthy. And I think that's Uh, one of the things that people have absolutely got to grasp. And it's difficult when you're working from home because, you know, like for me, you know, yeah, I mean, my phone is always near me. It mm-hmm. pings. I look, and you talk about that in the book. Stop, you know, stop doing that. Put your phone down. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, so, you know, or, you know, and, and the people that have to absolutely respond to an email right away, nah, you know, and, and, um, you know, and, and we get so caught up in that. I have to work. I have to work. I have to work. I have to work all the time mm-hmm. that that is where our mental and physical health suffers. And, and I think that's been one of the, the challenges for people who, especially because of the pandemic had absolutely no desire to work from home and whoops, all of a sudden they are. And right. some people have gone back into the office. Some people are permanently home, um, you know, and, and they're struggling with, okay, you know, what the heck. And, and you know, it, it's funny because we never stop to think when you're in an office, you have slacking off time. 
Oh, yeah. You get up, you go to the bathroom, you go get coffee, you, you <laughs> chat, yes, you know, with your neighbor, right. you know, as we're recording this, Tom Brady actually made it official today. You know, and, and so if you were in an <laughs> office, you're probably talking about that, um, right. you know, and, and, and that's slacking off time, but that's also a time that you're giving your brain to kind of quiet. And mm-hmm. so talk to us more about why slacking off is, is such a positive and necessary thing. Well, you know, I, it's funny when you, when you, when you say this to me, I realize that it's required for somebody to know on a almost a subconscious level what that means. And it really just means anything that you feel pleasure in is your slacking off time. Ah. Anything that you feel pleasure doing, mm-hmm. that you truly feel pleasure doing mm-hmm. is your slacking off time. Mm-hmm. That's actually the most important aspect of mm-hmm. slacking off time. Right. And that because can be you, your work. I mean, it let's could face be. it, you know, there are people who love what they do. Right. Those husbands and wives, they get angry at their, their spouse because they're working too much. It's because they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's really something that is necessary as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so I think the importance of slacking off time holds, uh, you know, importance only based on what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what you enjoy. And uh, talking about, you know, the, the, the news or what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your in your workspace mm-hmm. uh, is is a camaraderie ultimately, mm-hmm. and camaraderie is actually very important. That's actually an aspect that that not many of us have solved mm-hmm. in the work from home environment, right. including me. Yeah, and we're very re- isolated. Mm-hmm. We are, we are, and I'll be. I'll actually have a very real conversation with you about that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what you do to slack off, what you find yourself escaping from, mm-hmm. is is not necessarily just the fact that you need to slack off. It's always uh, some simple answer. You know, sometimes I'll tell you, I studied something called um, uh, study technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned a long time ago about what, what we do when we don't fully understand what we're reading or doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a matter of um, there's a misunderstood word in the, in the context of what you're mm-hmm. reading, or, you know, you don't, you can't picture it, or, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's ultimate things that I've learned, um, through training cause mm-hmm. my attention to jump. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so as long as we're being clear with what we're doing, that's slacking off. If you started your day reading a book and mm-hmm. you're like, that's my slacking off time, right. um, then, you know, and and the, the point here also is the fact that now you know what you do mm-hmm. when you're slacking off. Mm-hmm. So you can't deny what you're doing when right. you're slacking mm-hmm. off. And so that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't do it, but it does mean that um, when you clearly understand, you can't deny yourself because we're mm-hmm. our own worst enemy. So mm-hmm. we're in the office and we're, we're stealing time, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And then we're at home trying to make up for the fact that we stole time at the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're at home working, trying to prevent ourselves from mm-hmm. stealing the time that we feel like is ours because we're at home. Right. So then we're building all these, these things that make us feel guilty or not. I was just thinking um, guilt, guilt, guilt. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But the truth is, is we're still our own worst enemy. Right. And ultimately, this is just a way for us to to assign what makes us happy mm-hmm. and what we do to make us feel uh, productive. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, gosh, I, I can't 
ever see a time where I ever had a full day of, of working out, studying, working, and just completely doing everything I can every day, which I hear a lot of good, like opinion leaders talk about, um, where I wasn't happy at the end of that day. But do I do that every day? No, I don't. And, and am I on Facebook? Uh, I, absolutely. You know, do I look at my phone and get distracted? Totally. Um, that's another side of things. When you're really good at managing your time, mm-hmm. you have a lot more time right. than most people. Mm-hmm. And that's another aspect. I mean, that's actually the gift. Mm-hmm. The gift is, is that if you really are able to assign conditions to each thing you're doing, mm-hmm. like, or importances to each mm-hmm. thing you're doing, mm-hmm. and you really do this, you really actually mm-hmm. look at your day mm-hmm. and you look at what you're doing mm-hmm. when you're working and not working. Mm-hmm. The promise is, which I don't promise in the book, but I'll say it now since it's going to be recorded, is that you will actually have more time than Mm -hmm. you've ever had before. You really will. And that's that's something like if I could give you or or mankind anything, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I give you time? Mm -hmm. Because that is the biggest complaint. We don't have enough time, whether it's in our day or you know, in your life. I mean, you know, yeah. that's, that's kind of the thing is, is we all go, we didn't have enough time to do what we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but isn't that the biggest illusion? Mm-hmm. Like time is the biggest illusion mm-hmm. in existence, right? It's because we create it, mm-hmm. we decide mm-hmm. and like, it's really the sun helps us, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. but, but I, it's the biggest illusion actually, because it's, I mean, the pressure Mm-hmm. is subjective. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, even when you're working for someone, you know, or for clients, mm-hmm. you still choose to do it or not. Now, obviously there are ramifications if you don't, totally. um, yeah. but yeah, it is still, you know, in, in most cases, you know, I mean, yes, there are, you know, somebody's going to say, well, blah, blah. no, you know, in most <laughs> cases it is still your choice. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I think that's the the thing that people really need to to remember is, you know, you, you choose to, Mm -hmm. to put yourself in that position. Um, you know, you, you choose to be working nine hours a day, you choose to be, you know, all of those various things. And, and, um, you know, it's, I think, you know, yeah, time really is the biggest complaint I think that that so many people have. I, I laugh and I say, you know, what do you mean you don't have 28 hours in your day? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, and, 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 and it, it comes back to that slacking off time. I mean, you know, we know that eight hours of sleep, you know, we just use that, that nice round figure is what you need. Mm-hmm. Some people consider that slacking off. Um, you know, Very when, true. when I see the book titles and I will never, ever read a book that has one of these titles, you know, I only sleep four hours a night. No, <laughs> you know, for, for one thing, I think that's not healthy. Um, you know, mm. now granted, you know, you, you can do it and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's real funny. I mean, I've adjusted seven hours seems to be, you know, my, my optimal number, but you know, like for growing kids, I mean, you, you know, sometimes they need 10 hours. I mean, all these various things. Um, but that comes back to, you know, what society is telling us, um, That's right. you know, and, and so, you know, and, and that's a big part of what you talk about in your book is you need to figure out what works best for you. Um, you know, whether it's, okay, I'm going to schedule every minute 
that might be, you know, or be a little bit more loosey goosey with it, but understand, you know, what comes with that. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, it just reminds me of of what brought me to the the point that, gosh, it took me ten years before I started actively taking control of what I do on a daily basis and not just handling whatever came in. Ultimately, we try to do these things. We try to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's that. I was actually looking at the, at the quote um, of who it was that said this uh, is a plan. Who, no plan is a plan to fail. Uh, Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you fail the plan, you are planning to fail. Right. Um, I think if I were to put my son or daughter into school, mm-hmm. that would be the first thing outside of grammar and understanding how to read mm-hmm. that I would teach them mm-hmm. because understanding that and doing it mm-hmm. or, or operating on that basis is important because mm-hmm. that's where, again, we come into this, everybody wants more time and is mm-hmm. struggling and pressured by mm-hmm. time and not taking enough slacking off mm-hmm. time and then doing it in inappropriate ways that are hurting them right? or right. the things that they're doing. And again, like even me, I, I, even to this day, you know, while I managed my calendar very appropriately and I have slacking off time built in, um, I still have times where I have to actually go back to this book mm-hmm. that I wrote for myself and say, am I following what I'm writing here? And, you know, things like the four hour work week and, you know, these things, these all have sparked the interest into understanding, right. well, what do I actually do? Mm-hmm. And then, and I do reference Tim Ferriss in the book because, mm-hmm. you know, he, he talks about the new rich and talks about, um, you know, what, what people are doing. And it's funny, this, there's an evolution happening mm-hmm. right now. There's actually a very large evolution happening mm-hmm. of people that are completely sidestepping mm-hmm. the normalcy of, of operating and living in society and just doing what they want to do. Like there's people living in RVs and, you know, doing things and they mm-hmm. have the happiest life and they're so successful. They're right. millionaires and, mm-hmm. and all these things. And it's, it's funny because what they did, in my opinion, it's just my viewpoint is they reoriented what was actually important to them. And they remembered what slacking off time was for them. Mm-hmm. And they made that as what they built their life around mm-hmm. instead of building uh, they're, they're working around, you know, first and then slacking right. off time last, mm-hmm. like there is a good operating basis of, Hey, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll always be okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great belief. I'll always be okay. I'll, mm-hmm. Another one's I'll always have time. Mm-hmm. I'll always have time. But when you feel like you always have time, then we introduce procrastination. Right. And, we put and stuff these, off. I'll have time to right. do that some other that's time. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's actually a very, very, very important uh, point. And I got, I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, important point is, is one thing I don't want mm-hmm. somebody to do is take this as an opportunity to procrastinate right. more because mm-hmm. there's an important uh, rule that I learned um, that I'm, I'm going to paraphrase um, so that I hopefully don't butcher it is, um, you know, is handling things as they come. As a matter of fact, one of the books I quote problems of work, there's a, there's a, a point in there where he talks about um, just handling everything that comes mm-hmm. your way right away. Right. Because if you don't, 
it will pile up and piling up no matter what is still going to cost mm-hmm. you time. Mm-hmm. And so it actually is the opposite in a way of what it may seem in my book. But mm-hmm. what I'm actually saying is, no, have a map of what matters mm-hmm. right now and what doesn't mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Actually look at what might come mm-hmm. your way and then you'll know better and it, you'll mm-hmm. make better decisions. And that's the right. point. It's like create it now mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about it later mm-hmm. and say, did I make the right decision? You're still going to mm-hmm. do that. Right. Uh, so, so at least have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I-, I loved in your book where you're talking about how to schedule things. And, and, and again, you do it step by step and it's baby steps. I mean, you know, it's, right. it's not, oh my God, what am I doing for the next five minutes? Um, yeah. You know, but, but you also categorize things as the, you know, basically this absolutely has to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and it can, you know, and, and that's personal and business. I mean, you know, you mentioned in your book, you know, when your daughter calls in from school and says, daddy, I'm sick, uh-huh. the world stops, right? That's it doesn't right. matter. Um, right. You know, and, and, or, you know, when the boss says, I need you to drop everything and do this now, mm-hmm. you know, you do have to figure out, okay, do I, is that really true or, but, right. you know, assuming it is, you know. Because we've all had those bosses that were the drop everything nows and everything in their life was drop everything nows, right? Sure, um, sure. But, and then there's the, okay, we got to get this done at some point. And then there's the, okay, this is important, but it can be put off type of, of right. things. Um, so talk to us more about you know, how we can kind of do that. So, so this is where I, I'm a little sneaky in what I'm doing here. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll actually tell you what uh, my intention is. Uh-huh. What I found is, is that because of my thoughts or opinions about what things mean, like a boss, like what does a boss uh-huh. mean mm-hmm. to me? Mm-hmm. What does, what does my job mean? Right. How much power do they actually have over me? Right. Um, I, it's made me make inappropriate decisions that benefited me in the moment as a worker or a person. Um, and because of my dedication, to a situation, to a, to a, a beingness, I would call it, which mm-hmm. is like being a account executive or mm-hmm, executive, mm-hmm. whatever, I would make inappropriate decisions that seemed more dedicated to my job and, and uh, less dedicated to me. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, what I'm trying to do is get people to confront mm-hmm that they are also potentially making decisions that don't help them, but hurt them Mm -hmm. because they're trying to be dedicated to the boss. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the core of you, the the you that exists is ultimately important. Mm -hmm. Your integrity is whole. Mm -hmm. It's the wholeness Mm -hmm. of you and any opportunity that you take to dwindle away your personal integrity only makes you less whole. So, so yeah, you know what, be the top performer, work, 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 if you want to work. And that's amazing. Like, look at Elon Mm -hmm. Musk, the guy is a workaholic, but Mm -hmm. he loves it. Mm -hmm. So, so, and he's successful and he knows what it takes and he's willing to die for it. Mm -hmm. So, so that's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. he, he will give things to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But the, the, the father or the mother who has kids and tries to run a life mm-hmm. and a business or multiple businesses, mm-hmm. what makes her more successful? How is she so happy right? and still shows up for the practice mm-hmm. or still takes the kids to mm-hmm. sports or still has a successful marriage? Mm-hmm. 
oh, no, they're just lucky. That's not Mm -hmm. true. Luck doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Luck luck is just more effort toward a particular goal and Mm -hmm. keeping it there and not allowing anybody else Mm -hmm. to stop you. Mm -hmm. And so so ultimately, uh, the point is it takes work. Mm -hmm. It takes confront and knowing exactly what um, your your, uh, meanings are Mm -hmm. and what can violate your time and not. Ultimately, you own it. So what I'm mm-hmm. doing is saying it's your world. Mm-hmm. It's time that you take responsibility mm-hmm. and create it on purpose, mm-hmm. starting with every second and minute and hour you mm-hmm. spend mm-hmm. every day. Right. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is that is a challenge, especially for people <laughs> like me who get sidetracked easily. Um, yeah. you know, and, and so of course the, the first thing to that is, okay, if I'm going to get sidetracked easily, eliminate those things that sidetrack me, you know, if I'm going to yeah. stop my world, anytime I get a text, then I need to mute my, my phone and put it where I can't see it. Right. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, if, if Facebook is going to, you know, take my, my attention away, then turn off Facebook. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we all know, you know, we've, we've heard things like, oh, you know, and, and now that, you know, these, I know these work, I just can't bring myself to do it. The people who, you know, only check their email four times a day, mm-hmm. you know, that works for them. That wouldn't work for me. Um, now it might, I mean, I just can't bring myself to try it. I, but, I couldn't do it either. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. I know those people. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but, and, and of course the funny thing is, is there anything catastrophic in my life that would come to me via email that I have to respond to right away? Probably not. (laughs) So only checking email every four hours or something like that, you know, would, would not be, be tragedy, but I do things like I don't have it tell me when I have new email messages. So I have to, to go and look, um, you know, and, and things like that. So I think just taking, you know, like I said, some of the baby steps of, eliminating those distractions, doing all of those things is probably a good way to start. And, and then keeping the calendar, uh, you know, I love how in your book and, and here also, you talked about the fact that you didn't like calendars, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, it curbs the enthusiasm, it curbs your spontaneity, mm-hmm. you know, well, we got to keep calendars, um, you know, and, and to, to, you know, some people really are the five minute, you know, type of, of things. And, and, and then others, it's like, okay, I know in my day I need to do this and this and this. And that's kind of how they keep their calendar. But, but yeah, we need at least some type of organization. That's right. That's right. And then, you know, the old saying of what you don't know won't hurt you is not true. Right. It's actually the total opposite. Mm-hmm. It's what you don't know that hurts you. Yes. And so ultimately, knowing the things that are pulling your attention away, that's why everybody should start off on the first day that they are working, whether with someone or not of slacking off. So they understand who they are and what they're slacking off is. Now, some people infinitely can have that. The point is just to get to know yourself, know what you do to slack off. And maybe, you know, right away, but if you don't actually put it into action, mm-hmm. will you really know, right? That's the point. So, so that's, mm-hmm. that's a huge, huge part of the whole process is, is take small steps. Mm-hmm. And, and if you get there, faster than everybody else. Great. If you get there slower, who cares? Mm-hmm. It's all about you. It's about you understanding and, and knowing what's important mm-hmm. um, and giving yourself back something that you may need or want. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's essentially, I, I truly believe that people wanted time. 
And so that was my best way of helping mm-hmm. them get it. You know, there's probably plenty of ways that people mm-hmm. do that. Um, but this is just a, another example of how you could potentially just look to any chapter and gain mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, they, again, you know, it's, it's different for everybody, but that's, that's ultimately mm-hmm. um, the goal here mm-hmm. for sure. Right. You know, and, and obviously things happen. I mean, you know, the, 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 you know, two years ago, people were merrily working in their little offices on a Friday and they did not go in that next Monday. (laughs) And, you know, and, and more importantly, their kids did not go to school. (laughs) Their Mm -hmm. spouse did not go into work and, you know, and it was just this, oh my gosh, what the heck are we going to do now? In many cases, you know, the, the kids are back at school. There is always that imminent threat that, Tomorrow they're not going to be, <laughs> you know, until we Every get day. this pandemic completely under control. That's just kind of out there, um, you know. And and but and and so what happened was people who, as we were saying, you know, really did not know how to function working from home. Not only were working from home, they were teaching, they were doing all of these various things, and those who survived sat down and, and, and got themselves organized. Um, you know, I mean, that just really it was, was the ultimate thing that, that had to happen. They couldn't just keep willy nilly going, Oh my God, what are we going to do? They had to say, okay, the kids need me between eight and 10. Then mm-hmm. I can do this from here to here and this from here to here. And, you know, and, and, and then they, they were able to survive. Right. That's uh, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, one thing I, I very much appreciate about, about my ex-wife, who's my ex-wife now, but still the mother of my children, mm-hmm. is that she was just persistent on lists. Mm-hmm. She was a list person. She mm-hmm. ha- To this day, she has lists. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I never was. I, I never know. was. I was all See, about- I'm married retaining. to a list maker too. It's like- Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> and it was, but I do appreciate that um, now because all I was really doing was taking mental- notes and making mental lists Mm -hmm. the whole time it's Mm -hmm. just that the lists do in fact help you orient right in the beginning you don't have Mm -hmm. to rely on the list but you create it once Mm -hmm. and you use it as a roadmap to go back to Mm -hmm. and that's all this really is right right? that's that's what people do Mm -hmm. you know and and i think one of the things that that is important is to get it out of your head yeah to write it down to put it on the computer um you know because you know, th- things, and it, it's funny, I just, I just got this from Amazon yesterday, a tiny little whiteboard that, you know, is, is now going to go on the, the edge of my desk where I write down the, you know, remember to do type of things. It's not really anything right. that needs to go on a calendar or schedule or anything like that. Um, it's just that, that little thing that I know that when I think of it, I need to write it down because if I don't five minutes from now, it's gone from my brain. And I might vaguely remember there's something, but mm-hmm. I never until, you know, something happens and it's like, oh, oh I was supposed to have done that. Um, you know, and, and you talk in your book about, you know, like we said, starting with writing down those slacking off things, writing down your calendar, writing down all of these things, because, you know, if we don't write them down, they go out, they do go out of our brains. Right. That's actually the number one tool when you're, missing the camaraderie mm-hmm. in your work from home experience. You know, that's not necessarily written in the book, mm-hmm. but eventually if someone does actually write these things down, they mm-hmm. start to notice that they're not 
actually feeling so much of the need to camaraderize mm-hmm. and have a conversation with someone and tell everybody, throw up your problems you know, mm-hmm. on everyone. Mm-hmm. It's actually a, a huge, huge key point to, to what, why do people say to keep a journal? Why do people do, you know, it's not everybody's great at these things, but, mm-hmm. but it will help those people who are working from home mm-hmm. to get it out mm-hmm. and, and to handle it. And who cares if you have a bunch of papers everywhere, but right. at least you're getting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a huge, huge driving uh, point of relief, you know, right. as, as you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I have also learned, and maybe this is age, I have to be a little bit more detailed. Um, huh. You know, I, I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to not do the whole sticky note thing and, and all of those, but I'll look at a sticky note and it might say, Bob. <laughs> and when I look at that three days later, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> or worse, you write down just a phone number, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, who the heck does this belong to? And what am I supposed to do with it? Um, mm. You know, so I've learned, okay, be a little bit more detailed. So write down, call Bob about, and then, you know, and, and you know, maybe then it kind of, it, it gives my brain that mental break. Maybe that is yeah. kind of the slacking off part is, then I'm not stressed over looking at the sticky note and trying to figure out what it was. You know, it's just, okay, I've done it. I've put it in its place, whatever that mm-hmm. is. And I can go on to the next thing. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. You know, that it reminds me of, of also problems of work, uh, the book problems of work as well. There's a lot of little things to do in there. Um, when, you know, you, you've been working at home all day long and you need to go outside and do something or take a walk. You know, there's a simple mm-hmm. thing called taking a walk in there where it's, a, it's, you think it's just taking a walk, but what it actually does is it tells you, and I'm, I'm totally paraphrasing. So I reference everybody to look at the book mm-hmm. problems of work, but um, you look at items as you're walking that are close to you first. Mm-hmm. And then, at, and you keep walking until you actually are more awake. Uh-huh. which is totally the opposite of what you would expect, especially if you're walking for miles mm-hmm. or something, right? Mm-hmm. Some, but the point is, is that you're introverted into things mm-hmm. and then you're extroverted. And when you're extroverted, you have energy. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're introverted into things, you tend to disperse off of uh, purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Not on purpose, right? So when you're dispersed, you, 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 you're dispersing because you're sick of introverting into right. something all day long. So it's kind of cool that you talk about writing it down the way you do, because you're really just getting it out. Literally, you're getting right. your, your attention mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And that's the, also a huge, huge mm-hmm. fact and a very important rule to live mm-hmm. by. I think that's brilliant. Right. Now, speaking of very important rules, one of the things <laughs> that you talk about in your book is saying no. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I love that because, you know, part of it is, you know, I'm, I'm always one of those first one to volunteer first one to say, Hey, I'll do it. And part of that is because that way I know it will be done. Right. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right. Know? I totally and, understand uh, that. Right. Right. And so tell us why, and it is so absolutely critical to say no. Quite importantly, it goes back to what you believe the definitions are of your boss, your job, mm. your life. Mm-hmm. If you were to prioritize, if you do the prioritization of your life mm-hmm. and you realize that your kids and your wife are more important than your job or your job is more important than your kids and your wife, maybe mm-hmm. to you, 
Well, you, as long as you're doing and making decisions and uh, saying yes mm-hmm. or no mm-hmm. to the right things, you'll mm-hmm. be happy. Right. But if you're not, you're going to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, it's just an attempt really to make sure that those things are coordinated together, that they relate, that they're related, that they match. You know, like how many times have you seen somebody um, laugh and cry? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they're like, that's kind of weird. Or you've seen something that should somebody who should be crying, mm-hmm. but they're actually laughing. Right. And sometimes, depending on how long the laugh is, you're like, mm-hmm. are they going wacky on me? Yeah. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Have they snapped? But mm-hmm. the point here is that there's a misalignment. Mm-hmm. And so all that, all that really is in a, in a nutshell is mm-hmm. the ability to align what you say yes to mm-hmm. also with what you say no to. And you should right. be able to equally say mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. But no is so negative. I, mean, I read mm-hmm. The Power of No and really understood that it was actually a great thing. And there's a lot of really amazing people out there that believe no is actually the beginning of a communication and relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And that no is, is truth. Mm-hmm. Because somebody who's willing to say no is confronting Mm-hmm. that they do or do not want something and willing mm-hmm. to tell you that. Mm-hmm. So somebody saying no to something is a sign of honesty mm-hmm. more right. than somebody saying yes, mm-hmm. because they don't want to look or be faced with what mm-hmm. happens when they say no. Mm-hmm. And I was the same way. I was like the mm-hmm. yes person. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And there's benefits to that. Mm-hmm. There's experiences to that. I mean, the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there is a, is a time and a place and, you know, no, cannot uh, be held as a negative opinion for things, right? Because that prevents you from again lowering yourself or, or being less whole or having, um, you know, less integrity. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? you know, and and there are certainly ways to say no. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just have to flat out no. <laughs> <laughs> but but other times it's like, no, we're not doing that. You know, kids come up and say, Dad. Dad, I want to do X. No, right. I need to finish this, but we will do that later. Um, yeah. You know, the the boss, the client, I need you to do this now. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to do it right now, but I'll do it later. Or someone, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll have someone else do it for you. You know, all of those various things. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it, I think, you know, it's important. No does not diminish us. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that's the thing is it's, it's not making us look weak or nasty. I mean, you right. know, there's, there's both sides to that, but yeah, saying no, sometimes is, is one of the most healthy things that you can do. It is. And, and let's explore that for just a minute um, because that actually ultimately is the reason it has, you know, such fear or uh, a nuance under it that, that may not be appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's how you say no. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I've learned in my communication training um, is acknowledgement is the most important part of a communication. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me to do something, uh, we could actually, we could role play it for a minute. But mm-hmm. basically, if you ask me to do something and I say no up front, mm-hmm. I've lacked the acknowledgement of your communication. Right. So then I'm annoyed. All right. So then it's negative. Mm-hmm. However, if you ask me to be here at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I say, okay, well, I have something going on that doesn't allow me to be there at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So the answer is no, mm-hmm. but 
let's figure this out. Mm -hmm. It's a totally different no. Now that's just one way. But the first Mm -hmm. thing that I absolutely have to push is that acknowledgement. Because when we are saying something like no, Mm -hmm. and I say we, most people, not everybody, Mm -hmm. uh, the no has to come out so fast because we don't want to say it because we have fear Mm -hmm. to say it. Right. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, what do you mean? You know, you're like rejected and violated and, Mm -hmm. you know, in a corner crying somewhere. Mm -hmm. But, but no, it, it, it just means that upon the introduction Mm -hmm. of a chance to do something, Mm -hmm. you've decided not to, right. Or it doesn't fit the model or the schedule or the goal of the day. So it's a great thing because you will immediately understand your friends and your relationships by how much they're willing to tell you now. Mm-hmm. And you're also able to form a good uh, cohesion with mm-hmm. people, right. right? And their lives and your life, because mm-hmm. what will fulfill you, it fulfills you. That's why we're, some of us are great in our relationships mm-hmm. because we are are in a good understanding of what we like and don't like and what makes us feel good and not feel Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You know, and, and having your, your, you know, knowing what your schedule is and all of those important things does make it easier to say no, because Mm -hmm. you know, okay, this fits in my day. This doesn't fit in my day. You know, all of those various things. And, you know, and, and and in many ways it does make it easier to say no, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's no, you know, I, I just don't have time to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and somebody who, uh, you know, it's, it's real funny. I, you know, if somebody says no, and I know that they're just sitting around watching TV, I'm like, really, you know, (laughs) seems to me like you have time to do it. Well, but what I don't know is maybe watching that program on TV is incredibly important to them for whatever reason. Um, you know, and, and I think that brings the other point is if somebody tells us no, we shouldn't take it personally. We shouldn't, you know, obviously it depends on how they say it, but that's right. You know, we don't always need to ask them why. Well, what do you mean no? What do you mean you can't do this now? Mike, what do you mean you can't do this right now? You know, it's it's okay for for us to just say, okay. Um, you know, now you might ask some follow-up questions, like if if it's yeah. you know, no, I'll do it later when. <laughs> but see, that's the thing it's the it's the no first that introduces right. the thought after mm-hmm. of annoyance or fear or mm-hmm. anger mm-hmm. it's because see here's it's a hidden almost a hidden thing that people mm-hmm. are actually angry because they weren't acknowledged and because no is a rejection and so what are you actually rejecting you're not rejecting the thing you're rejecting the person to most people mm-hmm. you're rejecting the the flow if mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. so if i'm saying any communication to you and you're rejecting the communication it doesn't matter what you're saying it's going right. to feel certain i'm way just mad mm-hmm. so acknowledge first which i should put this in the book but acknowledge first mm-hmm. always always acknowledge first mm-hmm. then say no Right. That's that should be the way it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just that's just my opinion, but I believe that would be a help, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Well, and and you know, as as you said it, it shows I'm paying attention to you. I value you. Um, yeah. you know, all of these various things, but yeah, when it's an immediate no, you know, it's like it, it, you know, it, it, it's you know, you feel like you're back in in elementary school and you yeah. go up and you you know, or you ask mom 
you know, mm-hmm. can we, and you don't even get out what you want, <laughs> you know, right. no. And pretty trigger soon, people. <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty soon you stop asking. I mean, that's, that's, that's right. the thing is you realize, you know, their, their answer is going to be no. So I'm just not going to ask anymore. Um, you right, know, and, right. and, and, and that can't, that's certainly not a healthy relationship, whether it's personal or professional. Um, that's right. So cool. Well, oh my gosh, Mike, we have, have almost reached the, the top of the hour. This has been so much fun. And Likewise. I think this has been a great discussion. How do people find you and, and connect with you and, and how do they get the book? Uh, well, it's only available on Amazon right now. If you just look up slacking off the book or, mm-hmm. or slacking off a successful way to work from mm-hmm. home, you can get it on Amazon digitally or, or get a hard copy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have Facebook, you know, slacking off book at Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Um, I'm not super active on the social channels, but mm-hmm. certainly will. It's not on answer. your schedule. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not a big part of my mm-hmm. uh, daily activity. Right. Um, it is a piece of it, but mm-hmm. you know, I also do. I have another page just under my name, and mm-hmm. and I send a little you know quotes and things for people mm-hmm. to be motivated by. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do a lot, so I'd say just you know through those channels is probably mm-hmm. the most appropriate. Cool, I love it. I love it. You know, and I think this is important. Whether you know, it's it's somebody like me who has been working from home for 20 years to yeah. somebody who, you know, is, is all of a sudden and, and things are still changing. I mean, you know, right. go back into the office, you come home, you know, hybrid, bleh, all these various things, <laughs> um, you know, or somebody who's thinking, can I even do it? Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I quit my job and, and go to work from home, what is that going to entail? Um, you know, and, and so I think there's great tips in there and shoot, you know, even if you're not working from home, all the tips in there are very important. Um, you know, it's it's it is about setting your priorities, scheduling your day, all of those various things. I think it's just important for everyone to to read. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, basically, you know, if you're just beginning to work from home, there's a trap waiting for you. Mm-hmm. If you're working from home, you've been through it, and you're trying to build yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. This is just one of those tools that will help you take yourself from one brick at a time to maybe five or ten bricks at a mm-hmm. time, and get out of any holes that you might be in. So that's ultimately what I did to do it. And that's just my ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, as I said, this has been a great discussion. Do you have any final thoughts for everyone that, that you want to leave them with? Uh, you know, I'd never, ever, ever stop being persistent in uh, your pursuit to happiness. And, uh, you know, definitely take every single one of those uh, steps in the book seriously and do them. And you'll come out the other end a different person and and likely have a a new system for your own. Please share with me if you have. Great. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, again, the book is Slacking Off, A Successful Way to Work from Home. I have been having a fascinating discussion with Mike Arnold. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.